Welcome to the Woe Podcast about horses and horsemanship. I'm your host, John Hare. The internationally acclaimed Cavalia pushes the limits of live entertainment with its newest production that is now touring the globe. Odessio is a theatrical experience, an ode to horse and man that marries the equestrian arts, awe-inspiring acrobatics, and high-tech theatrical effects. Recently, Renee and I got to travel to Irvine, California for a special behind-the-scenes tour of Cavalia's Odessio. We wanted to share some of those experiences with you. If you love horses, you'll love this show. Our first stop was right under the 125-foot big top that is the show. Um, my name is Darren Charles. I'm the resident artistic director and choreographer of the show. I'm the eyes and artistic eyes of the producer Norman Latorell and Wayne Folks. So pretty much I take care of the show, make sure that we deliver every time a very professional show. And last time we were here in Irvine was nine years ago with Cavalia. And we are very pleased to be back uh, nine years later with an even bigger show, with even more spectacles, more drama, more stunts um, and visuals that you've probably never seen before. Uh, welcome to Odysseo and welcome to our huge white big top. Now this is currently the largest touring big top in the world. Uh, the stage as you can see here is larger than uh, ice hockey rink. Uh, and then we have the mountain which is at the top. The whole idea of uh, Norman Latorell's vision was to bring nature to the stage. And once you see this show, um, you'll see that we, we peel away different feelings of the show. So when we start the show, it's very intimate. You, you don't even know there's a mountain there. You don't even know we have huge projection at the back with all visuals that is gonna take you around the world. And, and this is what he, his vision was, and this is what he wanted to achieve. I have 48 artists, 65 horses, I have aerialists, I have urban stilters, I have riders, uh, and of course we have the four-legged stars, which are the horses. So we have 12 different breeds. Uh, within the show, we have five different disciplines. Uh, one is liberty, which we promote very much, uh, because this is, again, nature, bringing it to the stage, because the horses love to come to our stage because it represents the nature. We also have jumping, we have Cossack, we have trick riding, we have high school dressage, and we marry everything together with the aerialists, with the riders, and we created this bond, um, and we formed a relationship between horse and man, and then we brought it to the stage. We were 10 days ago in San Francisco. Our horses uh, have been on a vacation for the last 10 days. They've been in San Diego on a ranch. Basically, they've been grazing, rolling around in mud, running, sleeping, walking, eating, eating, eating. Um, and pretty much when the horses come back on site, uh, we start our process of training. And to build something like this and do, to do the transition between San Francisco and Irvine in a short period of time takes a lot of logistic, magical 
thoughts and we've managed to do that over the period of, of our time moving from city to city. Basically we have a grid here um, and this grid can hold up to 80 tons of equipment. Um, one of the things that Norman Latterell wanted in this show was to have a huge carousel that descended and he also wanted to have water he also wanted to have a forest and he also wanted to have this huge mountain which gives all the dimensions of a show that you've probably never seen before normally you will see a show hi everybody john here so at this point we're standing in front of the stage and darren is explaining us the show and we look up and up above us is this huge carousel on a crane and that noise you hear in the background is the lift that is which is bringing the carousel all the way down to the floor. The carousel weighs about 18 tons, and this is actually a very unique discipline to the show. <clears throat> um, it's called the rotating pole. And I have 12 artists on this scene, and they magically climb the pole whilst rotating, whilst the carousel is rotating, and you can do the math. If something's rotating and you're rotating, you're spinning out. So basically we do and we created and I created with other choreographers a ballet which is on this carousel um, and the horses that you see are, are handcrafted and they represent some of our horses in the show which mainly are Arabians. Um, and this co concept is very very unique to our show. Um, and again this is something that Norman wanted and he got. And again the other thing that he wanted was to flood the stage. So the area that you can actually see here now, in front of you, um, we actually flood with 40,000 gallons of water. You can see the carousel rotating now. And if you can actually imagine, those poles are rotating as well. So it's very magical. And magical moments in the show is what Norman wanted. Um, since we've been doing the show, we've actually had uh, we did our thousandth show in uh, San Francisco. We've actually had 1.7 million spectators come and see the show. Uh, that's a huge success. Uh, we also have live musicians, which are in the two booths at the corner here. And the reason why we have live musicians is because we have horses. So every day the show is very different. So the musicians have to follow the action that is on the stage. There is, one, there is one scene that can last eight minutes, and then maybe the next day, it can last 12 minutes. So the, the musicians have to um, extend their music, they have to um, uh, improvise, almost, to follow the action that goes on to the stage. And from here, we got to actually go on stage, climb the mountain, which is a 30-foot mountain across the stage that the horses are going to use during the show. It was very fascinating. We were interested in the footing. Horses were going to be uh, galloping, trotting, and making some quick, sharp turns. And it was amazing how what a science they had of having this footing just so firm and so uh, just so perfect for the horses. And of course, they were going to flood the whole stage with water at one point. So they also had to make it so that they could drain the water, filter it, recycle it, and use it for the next show. It was truly an amazing feat. From there, we headed out back and we got introduced to the horses 
And uh, we'll just play a little bit of this as, as the horses come by. You can hear some of the things that we heard. My name is Spencer Rose. I am a local to California. I live about three hours north of here in a little town called Exeter. So I'm very, very, very excited to be here in California. Um, like Darren said, I'm a trick rider, Roman rider, dressage rider, and liberty rider in the show. So um, it's pretty cool. A lot of the riders here, we do lots of different disciplines. Um, yeah, I'd like to introduce you to some of our horses. Gladiator is one of our younger horses. He's actually five years old. He's a Lusitano, and you can tell by his uh, dark gray color. He will get lighter as he gets older. He is still in training. <laughs> he is in the dressage number in the show. Uh, there's 16 riders on stage. Uh, the woman walking him is Rebecca Ratte. Rebecca is uh, one of our veteran performers. She has been with the company for three years. She worked with the other show, Cavalier One, for two years and has recently just come and joined Odysseo. She is multi-talented. She is one of our high-level dressage riders. She does trick riding and she actually also does aerials. So she can do some of the acrobatics in the show as well. Next horse we're going to see is uh, a horse named Ripple. Ripple is a brown quarter horse. He is 11 years old and he does the Cossack number in our show. So that is when the horse is running in a circle as fast as he can and the guy will actually hang off the side of him, dragging his hands in the ground, head close to his feet. Um, it's a very trusting number. We really have to trust the horse. Uh, this is Guillaume. Guillaume is one of our riders from France. Uh, Guillaume does multiple numbers in the multiple numbers in the show as well. He does the trick riding, the Cossack, and he also does the dressage and liberty as well. This is Nesma. Nesma is one of our Arabians. He does a number called Liberty. So there's a woman who um, has six horses and she's telling them what to do. They're all completely free. Uh, she has nothing attaching them to them. Uh, it's a beautiful number to see. Uh, this rider we have with us is Amelie. Amelie is from France. Amelie also worked for the other show, Cavalier One first. As the horses are coming off the trailer, you can see one by one and the handlers are handling the horses. You get a real sense for the versatility of all these horses. For one, there's a lot of different breeds, something like 12 different breeds of horses, and each one of the trainers has to train the horses to do a different thing. But they might also be asked to do a number of different riding disciplines during the show. It's really a testament to the horsemanship of these trainers and the care that they take in working with these horses. He is 11 years old and he does the jumping number, obviously, and he does the high jump. So he jumps the highest bar. Um, it's kind of the finale of that number and it's always very, very impressive. This is his rider, Virginie Loisel. She is from French Canada. Uh, Virginie has been with the show for about two and a half years. Uh, Virginie also does just about every number in the show. She does dressage, she does Roman writing, she does trick writing, uh, and she even does some of the Liberty as well. Next up we have our horse Greco. Greco is a Spanish pure breed. He does the jumping in the show. He also does the Liberty and the Roman writing. He's 11. <laughs> and this is we were introduced to about a half a dozen of the 65 horses that travel with the show. After the introductions, we were treated to a Liberty presentation by Elise Verdon, who worked with three of her horses in a very small area, showing us what they could do. She is one of the main attractions for our show. Uh, right now, she's doing a little demonstration of Liberty. She's using her horses, Goose, 
frosty and silver. But in the show, she actually does it with six horses. Uh, getting back into a little bit of that rotation that I was talking about, uh, we actually, she actually has 10 of these horses and she will switch two of them out so it keeps it really nice and fresh. Along with the Liberty number that she does, she does the high school uh, dressage at the end, um, which is also really beautiful to see. Uh, she is multi-talented and uh, very good at what she does. As you can see, this is her first time working with her horses since they've come back from their vacation. Uh, she was also on vacation as well, so she's just playing with them and having fun. Um, getting back, as you can see, she's got nothing to hold on to them. She has no whip, she has no lead rope, she has nothing. All she has is her voice and her body language to ask them to do things with her. Um, if you were to talk to her about it, she would probably tell you that it's just about the bond. It's not about making them do it, it's about them wanting to do it for her. Um, it's really cool to see, especially when she has um, all six of them, the, the love and respect that they have for her um, with everything that she asks. And you may hear her talk a little bit. She's actually talking to them in French. French is her native tongue, so that's what she uses. Depending on the rider, um, they will talk to the horses in different languages. Uh, like I said earlier, we have a rider from Russia. He will talk to him, his horses in Russian. Um, I'm American, so I talk to my horses in English. <laughs> Just depends. And like I said, this is her first time working with them in 10 days. So it's pretty cool to see the connection uh, comes back very quickly. We're standing right outside the pen uh, with a pool of photographers and journalists, which is why you hear the foot cameras clicking and going by. And Elise has these horses doing some very amazing thing. And then Renee asked a question. How long would it take to get a horse to this level with Liberty? You know, um, it really just depends. Uh, when you start building a, a team like this, you start with one horse. Mm -hmm. Then you get two horses, and then you go from there. Um, you know, for, I believe, Elise, before she felt really confident with uh, six of them, it took her about two years, where she felt really, really confident. She could already, you know, do some, some of the stuff with them, but to where it was really uh, fluid. A lot of it, too, is all these horses have a position that they're in, so they have a space that they're supposed to be in. Um, there's an order to them, and making sure they understand that order and where they're supposed to be. Another thing I like to point out is, I said one of the horses' name is Goose. The reason we call him Goose is because, for the French, it looks like Goose because it's spelled G-U-S, which is Gus us. Same with Bud, which is Bud. Same thing. We really are about building the bond just all day. We, as a rider, we'll come in in the morning around 10 or 11 and we'll ride our horse for about an hour. And I like to say that we do horse yoga with them. So we'll have them stretch and do flexions, just really easy stuff. And then maybe in the afternoon, we'll do a few little rehearsals, nothing big. Um, the reason we do that is because on average, in the show, these horses are only on stage about 10 to 15 minutes. So what they do on stage is not enough to keep them in physical shape. So we need to ride them during the day to help keep them in shape. Uh, we also have um, a 20 groom staff. So we have 10 morning grooms and 10 night grooms. We have two vet techs that travel with us everywhere we go. Uh, we get a vet on 24 hour call in every city we go to. We have a farrier, a person who does the horse's feet, just in case anyone's wondering, who travels with us full time. Uh, we'll even bring the masseuse for the horses every few cities to get the massages. 
you name it, we do it for these horses. All right, so now what we're going to do is we're going to actually head into our stables. Um, there's going to be a few stations. And then we got to tour the stables, where we got to see all the horses. Some were being groomed, some were having their uh, manes braided, some were just lo lounging around. And we caught up with one of the trainers, Spencer Rose, who's from Exeter, California, not too far from Bakersfield. And we had some questions about Roman riding, and I got a little bit of that on tape. So here's Spencer Rose. Uh, how many people in the show do the Roman already? Yes. So it's an all-female number. So there are six girls and 12 horses. So um, in the training duties, I help, I train the horses. I help train the horses, and then I decide which girls do the horses, which girls do the show that night, and which horses do the show that night. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And so then with that, you're working with a bit in the mouth with long reins. Sometimes, sometimes we don't. Sometimes really? it's just a noseband. Is that right? And then one of our girls has actually worked. She does it with just the collier and the one horse. Me. Yeah. And where do you find your horses? Depends. We find them all over. Sometimes we find them locally. Sometimes they come from France or Spain. Uh, really depends on what we're buying them for. Oh, you have a need. Yeah, like we buy the the Spanish purebreds and Lusitanos from, you know, France or Spain. But then you know the corridors and stuff. Like we got this guy in Texas. So it just depends. Yeah, because some of those guys down there are huge. Yeah, they get and they get the bigger stalls. Yeah, wait. See that? You'll see Don Maestro down there. Don Maestro is huge as well. He's a he's a I think he's a Percheron. Oh, is that right? Okay. Yeah, or Percheron Cross, something. something. And then the is other one's like... in the show? Yes. Oh. And there's a guy, so the guy's really tall. He's about 6'1", and he does a thing where he goes under the belly of the horse. Oh, cool. While the horse is moving? While the horse is running full <laughs> speed, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he does it, he really plays it to the audience where he gets up at like the last second. You just know something bad's going to happen. You might understand there's horses in training for future shows that might not be in the show now. Or the, uh... Yeah, so we train. So like I showed you that gladiator horse mm -hmm. earlier. He um, He's still in training. He does dressage right now, but we want him to do more. The reason I want them to do more is because we want to have that rotation for him. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. don't want him to have to do dressage every night. You want him to have fun. And so that's like he does Roman riding, but he also does trick riding and he does liberty. And we like to switch it up for him. Yeah. Like, okay, tonight you're not going to do Roman riding, or tonight you're not going to do this. And it, it really keeps it fun and fresh. You know, anyone who rides horses, you understand, like, that's the, the you challenge. Don't do the same thing all the time. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cutie. On show days, the show's at in the evening, 7 o'clock? So Tuesday through Friday, it's 8 o'clock. Saturday, it's two shows, 2 p.m. to 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. And then Sunday, it's 8 p.m. as well. And we're here until February 28th. And then when you're on a show day, um, what do you do? To, what What's their day like on a show day? So a day for them is their rider will come in and pull them out for about an hour and just stretching, flexion, a little bit of riding. Then in the afternoon they might have a rehearsal. Then they get washed and groomed that night. Uh, we only use hypoallergenic shampoo. And then we then they'll get ready for the show and then they'll come into the show. Oh, and they also go outside for an hour every day. And then during that span of shows, will they get days off in between? Will different horses get days off, or will they work every day? There's a show. No, no. Sometimes they'll have a show where they do nothing in the show, or they'll do. Um, That's have, what you mean by switching it up. Yeah. In different tasks. Yeah. So, or sometimes they, if they do something, they might do the opening numbers called Trupo. So it's like the horse is just roaming around freely. Oh. <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> they'll go like a day without anyone actually sitting on their back in the so show. Just like going to the park. And that was about it for Media Day. We hung around until they pretty much kicked us out. And then we went back the following week for their preview show on uh, February 2nd. It was the day before their opening. They had a truncated show f just for the media. 
and uh, dignitaries and we got to go to that and see the horses perform and the gymnasts and it was surprising what a spectacular show that is. I would recommend it highly if you have a love of horses. It's affordable and it's entertaining and it's a truly uh, unique experience. We thank the people at Cavalia Odesio for inviting the Woe Podcast to come along on this adventure and share the experience with them. You can find more about the Woe Podcast and all our shows at woepodcast.com. Remember, you can find all our shows on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are distributed. You can also find us on Stitcher and on the Woe Podcast app in the Amazon store. And, of course, you can find everything on woepodcast.com. We also appreciate the Facebook and Twitter love. Just look for Woe Podcast, no spaces. I'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas on not only this episode, but the show in general. You can email me at john at woepodcast.com. And if you'd like to help out and support the show, you can find the Patreon link at woepodcast.com. Every little bit helps. So until next time, for Renee, this is John Hare encouraging you to go have some fun with your horses. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.